New Year, baby. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year, baby. Happy New Year to you. Well, I made a resolution. I'm gonna keep the whole year through. I'm gonna give up chasing women, whiskey drinking too. Stop my ballyhooing, yes, and mistreating you. Happy New Year, baby. I think that's uh, that's Johnny Otis, Johnny Otis Orchestra. Nice song. Yeah, right. Very good. Um, so here we are. With Molly McGowan, our co-host. How's it going for you, Molly? Oh, man, this is just so delightful. All of my favorite topics, food, dance, music. And you brought in uh, Sarah Sherney. Thank, thanks, Sarah. Hi, thank you thanks for having me. Thanks for joining me. us. You're director of Blue Shout. That's correct. Now, let me let me say that when uh, we were talking about this, I, I, this is something I really don't know much about. And when Molly was talking about it's it, such I, a shame. I, <laughs> what? We'll fix that. My dan- my dancing days are long gone. But I, I and this is why I want to pick up the conversation at the beginning. I kind of associate it with the whole swing thing that mm-hmm. happened here, you know, ten fifteen years ago. So how is this different from what everybody knows about the swing thing? Yeah. So blues dancing is actually um, a little bit older than swing dancing, but done by kind of the same group of people. So it's one of the many African American vernacular dances that have come up in this country over the past one hundred to one hundred and 25 years and so instead of you know swing dancing being done in big ballrooms like the Savoy Ballroom in in Harlem which is very probably the most famous ballroom in the country blues dances were done in smaller places like rent parties or juke joints and they never got that kind of uh, national popularity because they weren't visible to white folks and so blues dancing has remained kind of a a little bit underground, whereas swing dancing got a ton of popularity. And so while when they were in their heyday, you know, early 1900s through the 1950s, the same people were doing blues dancing as swing dancing. Now the scene is actually a little bit divided where you have folks more focused on blues and other folks more focused on swing dancing. Um, how big is the group? Is there a Chicago group and other there branches? Is, and stuff yeah, like that? so... So you mentioned Blue Shout. So Blue Shout's an annual event. It happens here in Chicago on the first weekend of April. And we have about 300 to 350 attendees, and they come from actually all over the world. Um, and uh, so as far as, for example, Korea and Australia, uh, we had a dancer from Russia last year, which was kind of great. And then Australia. Uh, I um, remember I hosted somebody from Australia mm-hmm. for Blue Shout. Yeah. Uh, locally, our monthly dance is called Bluetopia. That happens on the last Saturday of every month. And we generally have about 150 dancers at Bluetopia um, as high as 250 when uh, usually the first of the first dance of the year is the largest um, so I guess you could use those as a gauge of um, of how large the local scene is and Chicago is one of the larger blues dancing scenes but there are scenes throughout the country and world where's this event held Bluetopia What's Bluetopia is at Forteza Fitness up in Ravenswood um, it's a recent location change um, but that's where we're going to be for the time being and what is it do you have like recorded music live mm-hmm. music how do, Say somebody comes to this for the first time. What do they? Expect? Yeah, sure. yeah. Uh, so we, so fun. It is so fun. So first off, I like to to brag about Lutopia as a kind of a place for all comers. Um, anyone can attend. You said you 
dancing days are long gone, but like, that I, can't be true. I feel like I can change that. Yeah, you know? I, I can help you with that. <laughs> so many people come to yeah. these um, dances, and Sarah or other blues instructors will do a beginner mm-hmm. lesson, um, and then you get to kind of meet all of the other people who came for this lesson. Mm-hmm. I was blown away by how many people were at this last one. Mm-hmm. On yeah, our last event was just this past Saturday, and we had about fifty people, I think, by the end of the lesson. Um, and then we have DJ music most nights of the year, but we have a live band about three times a year. Some of our local favorites, like the Cashbox Kings. Oh, I know those with guys. Oscar yeah, Wilson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've had Joel Patterson, Jerry Hunt, um, Maury Sockett in the Special 20s. And one night of the year, we have a soul night. So it's all soul music. Oh, do you? Really? Mm-hmm. Uh, like what type of soul music? All of it. Yeah. So from Chicago soul music to kind of the more recent, a little bit of gospel, a little bit of northern soul from the other side of the ocean. So yeah, we try to mix it up. And what's the age group? Uh, every it's all over the place. Like low to like, high. So from like eighteen to sixty five. There's a lot of college Mostly. kids, but then there is uh, there are definitely a lot of people over forty mm-hmm. in these events. Yep. Now, technically, can you not to get too technical, but like if you, what do you have to remember in swing dancing, and what's the difference technically in blues dancing, or are there is there any difference? There's significant differences. Okay. Oh yeah, um, and it really has to do with the fact that the music is different. So blues dances are very, very tied to the music that they are danced to, which is why there are different blues dances that come from different parts of the country because the Chicago blues sound is not the same as the blues sound that you would get in the Piedmont region sure. or even in California or Texas, and so the blues. Dance Dances are actually a group. So blues dancing is a, a bunch of different dances that are under the same umbrella. So you have Chicago Triple is different from Piedmont Triple is dis- different from Texas Shuffle, which is actually from Oakland, California, right? And so all these regional things also hold true in swing dancing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you can see as like swing dancing, like Charleston is a subset of swing dancing, um, and so. The thing that's, I think, most satisfying about black dances is that they are directly driven by the music that you're hearing. The movement is a reflection of what the sound is. And so the sound of jazz, big band, that swing dancing is done to, asks for a certain type of style of movement. And the sound of blues asks for something else. Like I said, Sarah can teach you how to blues dance in... I mean, you basically learn everything in the first 20 minutes of your beginner thing. Now, there's obviously more. You can always get better and have more more sort of vocabulary and stuff. But um, Sarah's really good at just ma- breaking it down and saying, here, find the pulse, find the beat. Just dance in the music and make the music happen. And, and there's a, a connection that is really important that you're watching the dancers dance together. Mm-hmm. They can give each other some freedom. They have space, but they're dancing together. And that's what's so beautiful to watch is you can see how connected the dancers are and connecting with the music mm-hmm. as well. And a special thing about blues, uh, blues dance that's different from swing dancing is the lead follow relationship is more flexible in blues dance. You have more of a give and take, more of a conversation and less of the lead is leading and the follow is following. Um, and that I think it is inherently very bluesy, right? Because blues is about bringing your story and bringing what you're working with to the table and so to allow that comfort between the partners is really essential and it also reflects the European influence because Africanist dances were not done partnered and while blues dancing retains a lot of the Africanist principles like groundedness and asymmetry and polyrhythm partnering came in from European dances and so blues dancing is done today often partnered but also solo and people will get out on the floor and dance by themselves wow you know your stuff 
It's been a little bit. I've been doing this for a little while. Hey, wow. Yeah. Now, we touched on this. Um, I try to be transparent on the show and ask honest questions. We touched on this even in the soul food segment. Mm-hmm. I, I got it when I wrote wrote my book on uh, on soul food and civil rights. But how many black people are involved? How many people yeah. of color? Mm-hmm. And we're three white people talking about we this. We are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how do you uh, talk about the demographics and mm-hmm. how you reach out to the black community? Is that important to you? Right. That's an excellent question. And it's especially important to us now. It's something our scene has been grappling with in recent years as we've kind of, you know, especially like with the Black Lives Matter movement, kind of understanding where we come into this conversation. Uh, Most people that come out blues dancing worldwide are white. Um, And we have made an active effort to recognize. So the first thing about, you know, earlier there in the food part, they were talking about, you know, appreciation of where food styles have come from right. same thing is happening in the blues dance community so the first step is appreciation and not appropriation respect and intent and am i doing this dance because i want to experience it and feel its joy and feel you know the emotional depth that i can get with a, a person in three and a half minutes to a beautiful song or am i doing this because i've got this kind of objective idea of what black dance should be or is and i want to obtain it instead of engage with it oh that's yeah. right so having that conversation with yourself is the first step and then having the conversation with the community is the next step and so at Blue Shout especially but also with Bluetopia we're trying really hard to even just say the words this is a black dance and I always say at the beginning of every, of every lesson and we played a game in the in the lesson on last Saturday where we had people be an instrument <laughs> you know it's a fun game to play to kind of engage your, your body with the music and I wanted to make sure that I reminded them that the voice is an instrument that was great yeah. you know because it's really important that for a long time blacks only had their bodies to make music music with and so the voice was essential you know and so um you know reminding those little details there um it's difficult to give advice on how to make black folks feel comfortable in a white space Mm. as a white-skinned person right but it's in my opinion it's saying the right words you know saying the words recognizing your own limitations making sure black folks are asked to dance i do this also for people who are older Mm -hmm. you know i really want bluetopia to be a place where everybody feels safe to come because that's what blues is about you know what do you need to share today how does the music make how does the music literally make you want to dance yeah um do you do you do outreach with with uh kids of color i mean do they you know do you do lessons you Mm -hmm. show them about the history we do a little bit actually i've had the privilege of uh teaching a workshop with the iit scholars group one year and we work with with the um, Chicago High School for the Arts, which is on Augusta in California. Uh-huh. We work with them at Blue Shout, and part of our, our conversation with them is that we teach a Wachter's workshop with them. It's really satisfying. Yeah. There are a couple other things like that um, in the swing mm. community as well. We had Swing for Kids, um, where they're going to schools and doing after school or during school um, swing dancing programs. And yeah, mm-hmm. I know Nicole Wood spends a lot of time trying to remind people this is these have African roots. Mm-hmm. Is there a is there a division? I mean, is it, I told you, I don't, is there a division between the swing community and the blues community? I mean, is there one group? Do you guys ever get together, or is the swing thing gone gone away? I'm the I'm the crossover. No, there's a few of us that are crossovers. Yeah, there are, there are a lot of people who do both. Um, there yeah. was a dance for a while, fifty fifty, mm-hmm. that that I really enjoyed because. I so I do a very like niche um, type of swing. That's my specialty called Balboa. Um, What's it called? Balboa, the Balboa dance oh, okay. or the dance done in Balboa, okay. um, and that is 
I think Sarah likes actually talking about how that is like the whitest swing (laughs) (laughs) dance, um, just because uh, it was really for like rich kids vacationing Mm -hmm. in um, Long Beach and Newport Beach, California. Um, And so the style is very different. It's more sort of upbeat, uh, like standing upright and and again, very close connection. But I love that a lot of the essential like foundational aspects are the same. The fact that you're connected with your partner. So I get to do really fast stuff in Balboa, which is Mm -hmm. like a little more like Charleston and then the slow stuff in blues. Although blues can certainly be fast as well. There you go. Okay. But I think what's important is that um, what you get from the dance is the same thing. You get Mm -hmm satisfaction of using your body to a rhythm and to experience creating art with your body and with a partner or without a partner and that where these dances come from folks did all sorts of types of dance and so i don't see any reason why you know people can't come to all these dances and just see what fits for them and what they like the best do you know about the shag in the Carolinas? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I sure do. Yeah, yeah. That's fascinating. There are many different shags. Yeah. There are many yeah. different shags. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I mean, I've been St. down, Lewis, I go down to Myrtle Beach a lot. Yeah. Um, and um, it's interesting because I, I know that uh, that dance is kind of going out of style. They have mm-hmm. these things called SOS down there in North Myrtle Beach mm-hmm. where um, they have the elders teaching the mm-hmm. kids the dance so that keeps keeps it alive are there similar stories to that just dance preservation Mm -hmm. i guess you know yeah that's actually a big deal right now in the current national blues scene we're trying to learn what we're considering kind of historical or region regional dances like for example i mentioned earlier piedmont triple texas shuffle and five years ago i didn't know those dances existed um and we have a few gurus in the scene damon stone is a really big name who are traveling around and teaching us all these dances so that they don't die out what have both of you? Um, what have you learned? Uh, how long have you been doing this, Molly? I'm only a four year. I think. Really? I think it's four, maybe five. She's really gotten really good in four years. Oh <laughs> boy! Yeah, it's funny that you said that too, because um, because I knew we were going to actually be talking about this today. I started just watching tons of videos, and um, I was surprised by how similar Black Bottom mm. is to Balboa in a lot of ways, and I'm like wondering about the influence there i kind of read it places depends on what black bottom video you're watching okay interesting um, i was yeah, looking at a very bo- early black one bottom is that? Yeah, talk so about black that. bottom it's tough because black bottom may be a racist dance oh yeah so it, there's the story is that it there was a couple of kids who saw a cow in the mud and they were copying the way the cow was moving and that was that that kind of digging the feet into the ground shape but then there's also Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, which mm-hmm. is an, an old uh, stage show, and there's comments that the kids were stuck in the mud. So it's actually kind of complicated about where that history actually comes from. And so we actually used to teach the Black Bottom, the like line dance, you know, and then I stopped doing it because I wasn't sure what it meant. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, I was you watching see, a partnered version of it actually. So you see, definitely black dances being appropriated by white folks so did balboa get inspired by charleston black bottom other animal dances for sure Mm -hmm. i think it's you know given that it came up in the mid-century time i think it's impossible to think that it wasn't influenced by black dances we're going to take a break then I want to ask both of you again that's why it's gone kind of like the introduction of this four years ago for you how you found Mm -hmm. out about it so don't go away on Nocturnal Journal on WGN. Happy New Year, Happy New Year, maybe our homes are to try. If we don't, we might as well make 
So ABBA's not part of your repertoire, right? At, uh, at Bluetopia. And Sadly, no. No, that's their little New Year's New Year's uh, song they did. So we were talking, uh, Molly, uh, Molly McGowan, four years ago, how'd you find out about this group? Okay, so I had a friend who was working the door at Chicago Dance Center for their Wednesday night once every when once every month on Wednesday dance I remember that and I took a class with Nicole Wood mm-hmm. and he who shall not be named right um, <laughs> and um, learned a little bit of Lindy Hop uh, the basics so one of the things one of the other things that really I think differentiates swing from blues and the way that it's taught here is that swing dancing you usually have to start with your basic step um, I don't always like to teach it that way but usually you learn an eight count or a six count step and so you focus on your feet first mm-hmm. and then the connection and all that stuff later um, anyway so I learned that and I come from a dance background from ballet to oh, modern yeah. stuff like that uh, so it was nice to kind of go out and try out a new style of dance. I think I'd done a little bit of East Coast in like plays but I never really learned this connection piece and there was something really inspiring to me about um, getting rid of this idea that I have to know the exact steps and the choreography in order to dance and be able to improvise and use my body to be more expressive. So Mm -hmm. I took that Lindy class and then I came back the next month for a Balboa class and found that, you know, my body was kind of partial to more upright balletic sort of uh, dance styles. And I got really heavy into the <laughs> into the Balboa. And partly it really was, again, to break from this mold of, oh, I need to know how, where to put my arms and how to do all these things and to just dance mm-hmm. and to, like improvise and find space in this basic step to express my own personality. Mm-hmm. Did you know, I mean, you like dancing, you had a dance background. How much did you know about the music? I mean, did the music draw you, or did you learn a lot about the music once you got involved in the dancing? Oh, that is such a good question, too. Um, I listened almost exclusively to swing and jazz in my teens. I listened to a little bit of alternative rock, I guess, um, because this was the 90s. And so there was, you know, a resurgence of swing dancing music um, uh, with... Cherry Pop and Pop and Daddies and all yeah. those all those ridiculous bands. <laughs> so Neo Swing, not yeah, real that swing, Neo Swing, quote, quote, real. <laughs> but I would listen to. I basically just binged uh, Ella Fitzgerald mm-hmm. and Sarah Vaughan, and I just loved the jazz vocalists and ended up singing jazz in college and just being in love with that style of music. So yes, that makes the dancing much more relatable for me than it might be people who are not familiar with swing and jazz and blues. My first concert was a B.B. King concert, actually. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Wow. When you said that, when you was, like called out B.B. King the other night, I was like, oh man, I've seen him twice now, and once was when I was six. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. So same question for you, Sarah. I mean, your introduction, you really know your stuff. I mean. um, so I've been swing dancing since I was 18, actually. Um, I think my mom and dad were really glad that when I turned 18, I wanted to go swing dancing and not like to the uns, uns clubs, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and and where, where was that at? I grew up in Florida. And oh, really? I first learned to swing dance at summer camp 
Uh-huh. Like one of those nerd college summer camps. Um, and so I learned because it was the Gap commercial like craze when swing dancing was revived in the late 1990s. Um, and so I learned at summer camp and then I turned 18 and then I started going out to Atlantic Dance Hall, which had swing dancing six nights a week. I am not kidding. In 1999. <laughs> um, and so I got hooked immediately. I loved the joy and exuberance of Lindy Hop. I loved getting to dance with a person. I also have a concert dance background. I did 10 years of ballet, tap jazz and all that. And I didn't have a connection to the music. For me, it was the body. It was that I could dance with a human person and have that play, that give and take with that person. And then I went to school for college in St. Louis, and that's where I discovered blues, and that's where I really started to connect with the sound as well as the movement. Um, and so I've been blues dancing maybe 14 years. What's the scene like in St. Louis? So the St. Louis scene has kind of come and gone. Um, it's grown and then it's shrunk, then it's grown again. But the best person in St. Louis is Kim Massey. Um, she's a blues diva and we used to, this is how you know you're an old dance. You'd be like, well, I used to dance on crooked concrete outside. And that's true. Um, I did, but now I'm too old to dance on concrete. So Kim Massey is this fantastic vocalist and she inspired me in a lot of ways. We'd go out every week to sit outside and listen to her and dance on concrete. What about, uh, in the time we have left, what about musicians? You mentioned you have live musicians once mm-hmm. in a while. Do they feed off the energy of the dancers? Of course. How does that work? Of yeah. course. Um, well, sometimes they just tell us that they do. It's it's not <laughs> obvious all the time that you know that riff you heard really was a reflection of that cool move that you just did. But um, there are these these moments where you really feel like you're in tune with a particular instrument, which is why we have our students play that game sometimes. And then usually at the end of a night, you really have that. Everyone's rushed the stage. The musicians are just wailing on their guitars, their harmonicas, you know, and everybody's screaming. It's just like a real rock concert, just with blues music. I love that exercise that you did so much with musicality. Um, And it did make me think about how I've heard musicians express that they wish that they felt like the dancers were Mm. listening more. I think Mm -hmm. that may happen a little less in blues. But but the fact that these energies feed off of each other is really, it's important, I think, for us as dancers to hear that the musicians respond to Mm -hmm. us as well as us listening to them. And Mm -hmm. so that interaction is important. Before we break, uh, I want you to go around and talk about all the upcoming events you have and websites where people mm-hmm. can find you and stuff like that. Yeah. So Bluetopia, again, is Bluetopia, ChicagoBlutopia.com, and it's the last Saturday of every month. Starts at 8 p.m. with a lesson at Forteza Fitness in Ravenswood. Blues Shout, so it's blues with an S and then the word shout, all in a row, dot com. That happens the first weekend of April, and that's our big blues dance festival with competitions performances live music every night classes during the day it's exhausting yes um, like lectures to historical lectures, there are lectures at blue shout mm-hmm. and then big city blues which is bigcityblues.net is our teaching collective here in chicago it's recently changed ownership, so the website is down right now. But you can join Chicago Blues Dancers on Facebook for information about everything that is happening as well. 